0: my god it's been forever (laughs) it's been years it's it's been 84 years (laughs) since we've been here um welcome to mythomagically speaking i'm emma i'm caitlin and do you ever have a mental breakdown and can't do your podcast for a month and like a half always (laughs) (laughs) yeah apparently that's how our lives work is you know your first episode hits a hundred listens, and then you have a mental breakdown. <laughs> Perfect. Not about not about that, but
1: we haven't even hit ten yet, but we're halfway. Yeah, no kidding. But
0: <laughs> but you know, James Charles lost three million subscribers in two days. Maybe we can gain three million in two days. So come
1: over here, <laughs> come to our channel. Uh, we're way
0: cooler. <laughs> unproblematic gaze <laughs> that's true.
1: the only problems that we have are like oh, I eat myself and want to die
0: yeah exactly but first I want to like give a quick disclaimer Caitlin and I are recording over Skype for the first time so if there is like dodgy audio if you hear weird things in the background like that's either like an audio bug from Skype or like our environments that we're in <laughs>
1: Yeah, you'll so, probably hear a very angry little cat in the background screaming for chicken.
0: Oh, that's me. That's me in Caitlin's house.
1: <laughs> As I have no chicken except for my fucking cat.
0: You have like fake chicken in your, your like freezer.
1: I do, actually.
0: Exactly, your vegetarian chicken.
1: It's the Kjorn brand. It's the best.
0: I'm sorry, say that name one more time.
1: I think it, I'm now I'm second guessing myself. <laughs> no, I, I think it. it's yourn.
0: I love that.
1: Mm, it's delicious. It's actually mushroom protein. Pretty tasty.
0: I do love mushrooms.
1: That's good. And it doesn't taste like ass, so that's a plus.
0: Yeah, always a plus.
1: <laughs> Did you hear about that guy? Just speaking of ass. That got in trouble for his fucking bumper sticker that said, I eat ass, and literally got imprisoned for it, and then had to be released.
0: I'm sorry, but what's a prisonable offense about that?
1: Derogatory something or another, but it didn't hold up, and he's trying to sue the fucking police department
0: over it. I mean, they deserve it. (laughs) It's a thing, apparently. I I eat ass, though. Don't we all? (laughs)
1: I mean, no, I'm intimidated, but I hear it's great.
0: <laughs> I've never done it, so I can't say.
1: Anything. <laughs> but, <laughs> Welcome to Myth of Magically Speaking. Um next week we're gonna
0: eat ass. <laughs> Live on camera.
1: <laughs> <laughs> ASMR. ASMR, am I right?
0: ASMR eating your business partner's ass. <laughs> <laughs> Delicious. Tasty. <laughs> anyway um yeah on a like I guess on a more serious note obviously we have been gone for like a month and a half and uh, we like I as much as I'm one of those people who's like you know nobody owes anybody like an explanation for their mental health or anything like I kind of feel obligated to say something because like I do care about this podcast a lot I just like (laughs) I've had a rough month. It's been a weird month. Um, pretty much, I think actually since my birthday, things have been <laughs> things have been weird. Um, I recently had to kind of cut someone out of my life, and that was really hard because they were really um special to me for two years. And it I mean it was a it was kind of a long time coming, and it took me a long time to do it, but I did it and cutting people out is always hard like it doesn't matter how much they hurt you um it is like kind of a hard road to go down and yeah so like I needed I needed some time to kind of process that whole thing and I needed some time to deal with like other things that were going on um because I'm also applying for grad schools and you know doing stuff like that and I'm also writing again which is crazy <laughs> 'Cause I haven't written probably since I was in high school. And you're but, doing a fantastic job. Thank you. Caitlin and our friend Lucy are the only people who are allowed to read it. So.
1: <laughs> I'm special. Lucy's
0: special. You are special. You're my two you're two of my favorite people. So along, well, I was gonna say, along with our lovely Sophie, who is Sophie who is who is absent right now because she and Caitlin are incredibly busy people right now. Yes. Um, and on that note, if you want to say anything about what's been going on with you, I will pass. I will pass the mic. <laughs> yeah.
1: You know, just it's life shit. Figuring out where I'm at, where I'm going, all that good stuff. Um, finishing up a really huge, important chapter in my life, and kind of getting thrown to the wolves. It feels like in just a couple of weeks. Um, and a crazy workload of stuff I mean it's really intense and I also am having some really messed up body stuff with my hip and it's been affecting a lot and but other than that I'm golden I'm living (laughs) I'm alive aren't we all (laughs) sort sort of (laughs) I was going to say
0: to quote the to quote the queen Jenna Marbles. Life is so terrifyingly long and yet so short.
1: (laughs) Yes. Also, to quote our Queen,
0: hell yeah! Hell yeah! (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you glad that you, like, (sighs) I was about to say, stand on problematic people, but like, some people might find her problematic, but that's okay.
1: Listen, the fact that she's just in love with her adopted Greyhound, and that's, like, the only content being pushed out, I'm here for it. I'm okay. living for it.
0: Did you cry, like, real hard when you watched that video? Because I did.
1: Um, I cried knowing that Bunny gave her kisses as soon as they came back. They from got back from vacation? Kisses. I fucking I saw like, that tweet. i uh, Oh my no. yeah, okay. gosh, she gave him kisses.
0: The fact that you and I like text each other the same time when they said that tweet about adopting a greyhound and we were both like when's the video yeah
1: I know we we did that we were those bitches
0: oh I but I feel like that's you and I with a lot of things like I feel like I because I only see because so for those of you who are listening and care to know this um Caitlin and I don't see each other very often right now because like so I'm a substitute teacher and it's towards the end of the school year. So like I'm pretty busy all the time and it's state testing right now. And so they can only hire certain subs who have been trained to do test. Oh, I'm going to cut that out to do state testing. And um, it's been it's been really interesting because I'm floating around schools right now. And it's been really busy. But so Caitlin and I haven't been able to see each other very often. She came over the other day with Sophie, which was nice. But like <laughs> we like we haven't been able to see each other, but like my god, the texting is every day all day.
1: <laughs> it really is. And just calling <laughs> as often as possible, like, e bitch.
0: Okay. Game of thrones though. No, because I was literally gonna talk about that because it's the funniest I tell everybody this. Um Caitlin is like my best friend. <laughs> I had no idea that she watched Game of Thrones until, se- like, was it episode one? Or, it, no, it was know, two. It was episode two of of, this, of this season eight that we found out the other one watches fucking Game of Thrones. And How did it. we... We've been friends for, what, five years?
1: A long-ass time.
0: How the fuck did we not know that? And
1: we literally screamed at each other, like, like,
0: <laughs> Well, because, okay, so in mine, Lucy and Caitlyn's group chat, Caitlyn was like, hi, friends, I want to die. And I was like, oh, no, what's going on? Like, let me help you through this time. And she sent in a fucking picture of herself crying that says when Game of Thrones has you, like, and I, she was like, if you want to talk about this, you can if you don't want to. And I sent back, bitch, call me. <laughs> <I> <laughs> yeah, had no we talked for how long? Four hours. <laughs> We talked for four hours on the phone about every single season of Game of Thrones. I could not I woke up the next morning having to go to work and I was like so tired and it was like worth it. It was absolutely worth it.
1: Entirely. <laughs> like I literally had to talk to my mom about it.
0: Oh dude. I like my, my mom after the last episode turned to me and she was like she was like, What do you think? And I was like, I'm angry. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> I was like, and mom was like, "Yeah, like we were both just like so numb." <laughs> like,
1: that's that's kind of where I'm at. But you know what? You know what's gonna make me feel things again? Hmm. This fucking podcast, bitch. This
0: fucking podcast,
1: bitch. I'm ready for what you've got
0: for me. Oh yes. Well, so here's what I'm thinking we do today, because I do have a cryptid creature to talk about but instead of a um ritual game because we missed the Emma's birthday special I thought I'd tell you a spoopy ghost story from my childhood yes
1: I am absolutely down
0: for that thank you I'm an iconic queen
1: (laughs) (laughs) that's accurate (laughs) welcome back uh you missed us I know
0: I know you missed us being annoying for an hour and 18 minutes. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Let's, hell
1: yeah. Let's get into this hell shit. Yeah. Okay.
0: So we have a very special cryptid that is very close to my heart. So my grandmother is from Massachusetts. And um she's a thick accent. It's incredible. Roberta, she's a queen. <laughs> but um so the the cryptid we are doing this week is the Dover demon. Ooh. Have you ever heard of the Dover demon? Nope. Oh, it's a real fun one. It's kind of one of the, it's like one of the big top five, like iconic cryptids. Mhm. Um. He's a he's a tiny little guy. <laughs> Same. <laughs> guys, I was like, so you guys will get along famously.
1: <laughs> My brethren, I'm into it.
0: Yes. Okay. So the way I'm going to start this one is kind of different than what we've done before. The way I'm going to do it is I'm going to tell the story of the cryptid first. Okay. Because it's been spotted, I think, only twice, like, rec- documented. uh uh-huh. um, But it was the same night by five different people. Oh, my God. Yeah. So get ready for this shit. I'm okay. Ready and then we can go into like theories and get more specific. So, in Dover, Massachusetts at 10:32 p.m. on April 21st, 1977, three 17-year-olds named Bill Bart <laughs> sorry, Bill Bartlett, Mike Mazoka, Mazz- oh, it's M A Z Z O C A. I'm into that, and Andy Brody are driving north on Farm Street.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. On fucking farm street. Are you kidding I wa-
0: me? I wanna be a cowboy, baby. <laughs> Country girls make do. Oh my god, I can't believe you actually sent that in our Skype earlier.
1: Oh, I did. <laughs> Foreshadowing.
0: Okay. Uh Bartlett, who is driving the Volkswagen. Uh <laughs> iconic. <laughs> Uh, Spots something creeping along A low wall of loose stones On the left side of the road It's Caitlin It's a gremlin Yeah, it's me (laughs) Just crawling along (laughs) Oh, me too Okay At first glance, he thinks it's a cat or a dog Until the headlights shine on it when you're dying right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just picturing this, like, sad little man just creeping along.
0: <laughs> me too. It's just Jerry. It's just, like, the, the headlight shine. It's just me crying.
1: <laughs> it's Jerry from H&R Block. He's lost. It's not tax season anymore. <laughs>
0: That's a good one.
1: You got any receipts from me? Please <laughs> give me
0: work. <laughs> receipts for poor accountant, please. Oh, that made my glasses fog up. I laughed so hard. Oh god. Okay. Oh, my god. My Are god. you okay? <laughs> I'm not.
1: <laughs> oh wow.
0: Okay. On farm room. okay. Okay. On Farm Road. Um. <laughs> Again, at first glance, he thinks it's a cat or a dog until the headlights shine on it. Uh, The creature has two large, round, glassy, lidless eyes uh, shining like, quote, two orange marbles, a watermelon shaped head on a thick neck, or I'm sorry, a thin neck. Uh, Its body is the same shape as its head. It also has two long, spindly arms and spindly legs with large feet and large hands. It is hairless and peach-colored, and it appeared to have the texture of wet sandpaper. I fucking hate it. Okay, besides the peach color, that's Roger from American Dad. <laughs> <I> really, <laughs> like, holy. He
1: looks kind of like a nut sack. Like, I get it.
0: Yeah, like, completely. <laughs> But tell me you wouldn't, like, absolutely shit your pants if you, like, turned on a road and, like, that was crawling on all fours.
1: I mean, right now I'm laughing hysterically just at the thought of it. But, no, absolutely. I'd be like, um, get me the fuck out of here.
0: I would, you know what I would do is I would get out of the car, set it on fire, and kill myself. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Like, I would be like, well. (laughs) Like, I've seen God. Like, this is
0: him. I'm out. (laughs) ariana you were wrong god isn't a woman god is whatever this is (laughs) oh no me too Uh, i hate it continue okay so the same night around midnight april 21st 1977 15 year old john baxter leaves his girlfriend kathy cronin's house at the south end of miller high road after a half an hour of walking home, Baxter saw an unknown figure approach him. He, this next part is like I don't know why this made I was like typing this at work and I was laughing to myself. He assumes this is his friend MG Bouchard, who lived on the street he was on. Hey buddy. Hi, I'm friends with a with a 95-year-old author, MG Bouchard. We sip scotch on the weekends. Like, absolutely. We, just, we casually distru- discuss, like, the fine architecture of a city. Like, <laughs> and talk about how nobody writes things like Oscar Wilde anymore. Like, what? <laughs> who, who actively names their child? Like, such an old man name. You. That's absolutely fair. I would never have children, though, so how dare you assume that I would name a child then?
1: I was thinking, like, St. Bernard, a <laughs> big old booth baby
0: oh, with I that would. type of a name. Oh, I would. Oh, no. Okay, sidebar. I literally <laughs> was talking to my grandma and grandpa the other day, and I was, like, talking about how when I was older, like, I wanted dogs. And I was, like, I just want to have, like, two big dogs with, like, the names, like, Angus and Frank. And then I want a little tiny French bulldog named, like, Decault like or yeah. something named after like a french philosopher i was like i want him to be like the angel and the other ones to be like his big guard dogs like that's what i want no that's absolutely what i envision for you and for then my tall sister. well and then my tall scottish wife will love them so redheaded scottish wife yes because i important. have important <laughs> yeah don't this we all hi if you're a Scottish redhead who listens to this I'm super single so (laughs) (laughs) if you love um, if you love mentally ill substitute teachers that wear glasses that block blue light when she goes on her computer at night even though she's only 24 um my name is Emma (laughs) you can find me selling
1: yourself (laughs)
0: You can find me at speaking at gmail.com. <laughs> <laughs> Send in your applications. I'm sure I'll have a lot to read through. <laughs> so.
1: Oh, my God. Also, Ooh. any redheads in general, hit me up. <laughs> it's fine. Like, I'm not picky. <laughs> Actually, anybody, I'm ready. I can hear Ellie screaming in the background. Listen, she's an angry little cat sometimes when she wants what she wants. We, uh, mm, I got her this plant and she only wants to eat it and she can't have too much of it because it can like block up her little little insides. And now she screams for it all day, every day, all (laughs) night, 430 this morning. It's been really fun. Buy your uh, furry children plants. And you'll want to blow your fucking brains out. It's great. <laughs> I really recommend.
0: I love that. Speaking of angry little creatures, shall we continue? <laughs> Please. I'm ready okay. for Jerry. So, again, uh, he assumes this is his friend, M.G. Bouchard, uh, who lives on the same street he was on. John calls out, and there is no response. Baxter and the figure continue to approach each other until finally uh, the stranger stops. Baxter then stops as well and asks, who is that? The sky is dark and overcast and all he can see is a shadowy figure. Trying to get a better look, Baxter takes one step forward and the figure scurries to the left, (laughs) running down a shallow wooded gully and up uh, the opposite bank. As the figure runs, Baxter hears its footsteps on dry leaves he follows the figure down the slope and then stops and looks across the gully. So gully's like a little, it's like a stream or like a river.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, there he sees the creature standing in silhouette about 30 feet away. Its feet molded around the top of a rock, several feet from the tree. It's so like it like wrapped around the rock,
1: mm,
0: which I was like, like got... that. TBH. I wish I could do that.
1: <laughs> also, If this is not me without Red Bull, I don't know what it
0: is. My god, you, us in, like, Greece and Italy, you're just, like, scurrying around on the cobblestones. That was totally you.
1: Completely accurate. I love that. I eat Red Bull in front of, like, (laughs) Athens, like, screeching.
0: Or you chasing the cats in Athens.
1: I loved them. They were my bestest
0: friends in the whole world. You guys don't understand how many fucking pictures I have of Caitlyn, like, at the Acropolis, like, holding cats. And her, like, and only only one of them is her looking at the camera. Because, like, she didn't, like, there were so many times where her whole world was that fucking stray cat. Like, because there was the black one. There was the ginger one. There was, like, a calico one at one point. Like, Caitlin was, oh, well, and they loved her. That was the funniest part. It's like, they all ran to you. Like, they knew. <laughs> <laughs> they knew.
1: I loved them so
0: much. She's, like, crying right <laughs> now. You think I'm kidding. Or she's kidding. She's not kidding. Well, no, that was, like, me with the dogs. I was. I was like, oh, my angel is here? Got it. Like, <laughs> Oh, sorry. Another quick sidebar. The first time I lived in Greece, we went to Corinth and there was a dog that was like huge and it slept on my feet when I was eating lunch. He was a stray and um, I named him Hercules and he followed me back to the bus and I like couldn't take him because he was too big. Um, But then the second time I went with Caitlin, we were at Corinth and the same, keep in mind, this is four, almost four years later, the same dog showed up and slept at my feet again, and I thought I was going to actually cry. Like, I was like, he's been waiting for me.
1: Big ass dog.
0: Like, he was up to my hip. Like, huge dog. And I was like, I want you so bad.
1: And that was when the, um, the person in charge of that restaurant that we were at, like, kept trying to shoo away the dog, right?
0: Yeah, and I was like, no, no, it's okay. Like, I was trying to, like, say that it was okay with me.
1: Yeah, I remember that, because I was, like, ready to
0: throw down, also. Well, because then the dog got angry and barked at him, and he was, like, he's aggressive, and I was, like, no, he's not, you're being a dick, like... I know, I remember that. Ugh. Well, and then all all the other people that were with us were, like, so awful about the dogs, too, it made me so angry. Like... Yeah, they... Like well, like one of the one of the girls with us was like, um, he's gonna have ticks all over him, and it was like, then I'll get Lyme disease. It's like fine. it's like, fine, yeah. Like, I will do anything for this big boy because this is the same dog from four years ago, and I will actually kill you.
1: Well, like, no, that's how I was with that black cat when we were in Itra, like the really sickly black cat, um,
0: the sick boy, yeah.
1: But he was like, Caitlin, don't touch this cat. Like you haven't had the right shots probably like this cat is sick and i was like listen everybody refuses to give this cat attention and love and pets and that's all this cat wanted and i was like i don't even give a fuck and there's pictures of me with this cat on my lap just so happy and they were bestest friends in the whole world and i dream about him often my little eclipse kitty
0: i know god sneezy guys adopt some grecian animals if you can
1: Please.
0: Ugh, my babies. I love them. Okay. Back to
1: Jerry. Huh? Back to Jerry. the gremlin boy.
0: Yes, back to Jerry the gremlin boy. So, as I said, he sees the creature standing in silhouette about 30 feet away. Uh, Its feet molded around the top of a rock several feet from the tree. The creature's body reminded Baxter of a monkey's, except for its dark figure-eight-shaped head. Uh, its eyes, two lighter spots in the middle of his head, are looking straight at Baxter, who, after a few minutes, begins to feel uneasy. Realizing he has never seen such a creature before and fearing what it might do next, he backs carefully up the slope, his heart pounding. He then walks very fast. That's a quote. Walks very fast. <laughs> down the road to a, the to the intersection at Farm Street. Mm. From the first story... Right. There, a couple passing in a car pick him up and drive him home. The next night, one night later, Abby Brabeham? I think What's it's pronounced. these names? It's Massachusetts. They're not real people. Right. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. That's so <laughs> funny.
1: <laughs> you said that with such direct eye contact. <laughs> Oh my
0: god. I promise you they're real people. My grandmother's from there. She, she lived in the slums though. She lived in the not nice neighborhood. That'll where they really. put Well it's because where they put it's where they put all the immigrants. Ah. And that's what she and my well, that's what her parents were, so Gotcha. Very fun. Um Okay. So like I said, the next night Abby Bra- Brabham, Braveham, whatever, 15, uh, was being driven home by Will Taintor. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sure he had a great time in high school.
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Taint, boy.
0: Hey, Taint, what's up?
1: <laughs> in the hall. <laughs> Spray paints on the locker, Taint. Yeah,
0: exactly. Um... also okay sorry abby is being home driven home by will abby's 15 and he's 18 get out of the car
1: (laughs) that's that's a scandal
0: get out of there he's there is no good intention for an 18 year old dating a 15 year old like if you're if you're listening to this and you're 18 and you're looking at a 15 year old stop it get some help like, Use an adult, BB. Use an adult. You're an adult, and they're even under, like, te- technically age of consent. Don't, and also, just to put it out there, don't you remember how big of a bitch
1: you were at 15 and how fucking stupid you were? Because, oh my god, how was well, I how, not punched in the face?
0: How mature you thought you were.
1: Literally? I had this conversation with my mom very recently.
0: Oh, no, it's so funny to be like, uh, cause I sub mainly in middle schools right now and watching these like 13 year olds think that they have the life experience to make like a big decision. Like I was like, like, it was so funny cause my mo- so I was substituting in my mom's classroom, <laughs> which was very cool. <laughs> um, she has a paraeducator who comes in and he and I are both 24 (laughs) and he came in and this girl had a meltdown and it was about literally the dumbest thing I'm not like I'm not gonna get too into it but it was just like something that happened at lunch that was like not a big deal and she was like sobbing (laughs) and I was like I was like comforting her and I was like this will all pass tomorrow you will not remember this. And like, and after the whole situation was dealt with, I turned to the para and I was like, you could not pay me to go back to middle school. And he goes, it depends on how long I have to be there for, but there's probably no amount that I would take. Absolutely. <laughs> it, like, I, no, fuck, no.
1: No, and my situation was a little bit different because, you know, I was in and out of the hospital. I was going through a lot of things, yeah. but I was such an angsty little piece of shit like I would bring my little boom box into the bathroom and like blast music while I was taking showers just to like live in the moment like you know in those uh, movies where it's just like rain pouring down and it's black and white and you're like why is this happening to me that was me until like last
0: year just putting it out there that's me now. That's <laughs> like, also me now. Absolutely. Like literally today, I was in the shower singing "Shallow," by fucking Lady Gaga, and I was like, I was like screaming it. So like,
1: <laughs> it's just me laying in the shower in the fetal position, <laughs> drinking a shower beer.
0: Like, oh my god, me too. That's the
1: difference. That's the difference.
0: Have you ever <laughs> taken? a sh- Sorry, this is a completely sidebar, but I need to ask this. Have you ever taken a shower high? No. It's incredible. You should try it sometime. I don't get high. Oh, shit, I forgot that. It's one of the best feelings on the fucking planet.
1: I've heard stories.
0: It's so nice.
1: That's right, kitties. I'm straight edge.
0: (laughs) Says even though she drinks alcohol. (laughs) Me? Never. I'm a child of God. (laughs)
1: Amen. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I say when I'm eating pussy. Yes. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna cry. Oh.
1: oh my anyway, God. back to the show. Uh, Welcome, guys. Just in case you didn't know, this is how things are gonna go down.
0: I mean, what podcast doesn't get a little rambly? Probably really serious ones that are actually educational. <laughs>
1: I mean, anytime anybody wants to sponsor us, we'll be a little bit more structured. Oh, my God. Creed! I was literally, literally like, oh, my God, Creed. <laughs> Finally. We're only fucking 30 minutes in. Oh, my in, God.
0: Please. I'm so sorry to sidebar again. Sophie fucking trolled me so hard the other day. I was, like, talking about something. And I was talking about, like, I was like, oh, like, guess who contacted me? And she goes, Creed?
1: This is why Sophie's my wife. I was like, Sophie. <laughs> she gets it. That's why, yeah, I love her more than words can express, truly. I, like,
0: could not but be- I was like, oh, she got me so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, all I could send back was, like, LMAO.
1: <laughs> but still, the offer stands, Creed, at any point, any time, my body is ready.
0: Yep, so is mine. We are open. <laughs> Life. Give me all of your money, Creed. Give me money. <laughs>
1: like, here's $6 and I'm crying.
0: Dude, if they give me 50 cents, I would cry.
1: <laughs> I just want Creed to be on here with us. Come on, any
0: anytime. Yeah, like, we would love to have you as guests. You can come sit in my bedroom while I record, like I'm doing right fucking now.
1: we <laughs> will buy you a matcha from Starbucks, Creed. Please just come <laughs> hang out with
0: me. I'll bring you some free coffee from my
1: house. Yeah, I'll ever heard of a Keurig? (laughs) It's that good good. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyway, back to this gremlin. I need to know where this
0: is going. Okay, so like I said, the next night, Abby uh, is being driven home by Will when she uh, spots something in the road. Abby too described a strange creature with large, with a large ovid head uh, and long, spindly arms. She said that the being was missing all fe- facial features except for its eyes, which were round and glowed a bright green color, which she steadfastly insisted on to investigators. Despite its, in- <laughs> this is how you know it's po- copy and pasted. Idiosyncrasy. <laughs> Idiosyncrasy. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I don't know. I got accepted to grad school. I don't know big words. <laughs> okay. Me either. So Will caught on a, sorry, Will caught only a fleeting glimpse of the creature, and he said it was something with a large head and a tanned, crouch body in the road. So those are the three eyewitness accounts. Well, technically one, two, three, four, five, six eyewitness accounts um to the Dover Demon. It's not really been seen since, but those are official reports to investigators and police. Um but people, so it's called the Dover Demon because it was in Dover, Massachusetts. So here's an explanation from some people. Skeptics usually claim that the Dover Demon was simply buckle in <laughs> a lost baby moose. <laughs> <glimpsed> <laughs> under- <laughs> Nothing
1: prepared me for that. No, I <laughs> lost baby moose. <laughs> a creature so horrid.
0: They're like, they were like, it's a round, oval head, and giant, glowing orange eyes, and they were like, it was just a moose.
1: <laughs> like, what? Oh my god. I like, love that. I hope so. <laughs> I
0: really hope so. Maybe those wild kids were all on drugs.
1: Well, uh, it sounds like it.
0: <laughs> three three seventeen year old boys, probably.
1: I really just want a lost baby moose Ooh, to, come
0: it to my was, yard. It was also the seventies. Acid. Oh
1: that oh yeah, yeah.
0: absolutely.
1: They're really looking at tree bark and they're like, "Oh my god.
0: It's glowing eyes." It's, they're looking at their own hands and they're like, "What's this creature?" Oh no. Oh my god, no. This is awful, but it's like It's like two people getting it on in the woods and they're just like They're just like Ugh.
1: I've got a really weird bald friend that they forgot. <laughs> and
0: they're, oh, like, these... just... <laughs> they're like, are these kids okay? <laughs> it's just Bill. It's, it's
1: just... <laughs> it's, it's just Tyler it's from just... around
0: the corner. It's just Sasha Gray with her head shape. I'm oh, so my glasses keep fogging up because I'm laughing so
1: hard. Oh my god. Honestly, also if Sasha Gray wants to come on here I'm
0: also ready. I was about to say if Sasha Gray wanted to come on this and point it <laughs> at
1: myself. I'm literally salivating.
0: <laughs>
1: Send help. What the fuck has this podcast turned into? It's it,
0: We always have to be horny on I me. Mean. <laughs> Lucy says. Exactly. Lucy okay. Lucy gets it. Lucy does get it. So. Lucy can get this. <laughs> eat your heart out, Lucy. <laughs> eat something out, Lucy. I was about to say, eat something out, Lucy. <laughs> She's gonna, like, scream when she hears
1: this. I, know, I hope so.
0: I'm sorry, I I'm off so. my glasses because they're fogging up too much. <laughs> okay. So, like I said, skeptics usually claim that it was a lost baby moose, uh, glimpsed under unusual conditions that made it seem like a bizarre humanoid that sometimes went on four legs.
1: <laughs> I just begged this lost baby moose. It's like, please
0: help me find my mother. <laughs> and all these people are just freaking out. <sighs>
1: Kids are like, why is this gremlin talking to me? <laughs> it's looking at me in the eye. <laughs> I can't. Okay.
0: <clears throat> okay, so people who don't believe that explanation point out that all sightings happen during the wrong time of year for a moose that small to exist. And they also point out that Massachusetts is far from normal moose habitat. (laughs) This ain't
1: moose country, boys. Not good old farm road. Farm street, whatever the fuck it is.
0: Country moose make a dude. Dying. these
1: people are a riot
0: oh <laughs> they're wild okay um, so this keeps going about the moose hold on <laughs> even if such an orphan moose had been wandering around so close to populated areas it seems as if it would be easily captured if the explan- <laughs> explanatory power of the baby moose explanation appeals to you Then you could get around the worst objection by substituting a creature that does actually exist in the area and can be born at any time of year. A baby calf. (laughs) It's fucking wild. Oh my god, you're crying right now. baby moose
1: that's just running (laughs) poor spindly little fucking creature
0: oh Oh my god
1: that's incredible i really genuinely just for the sake of this hope it was a moose and everybody's just treating this poor thing like shit it doesn't know where it is (laughs) it just (laughs) needs help and they're like oh that demon over there we don't fucks with that it's like mom (laughs) mother please maybe these nice people will help me oh my
0: god (laughs) oh god okay here's the second here's the second explanation an orange furred orphan calf would be more likely a candidate for such a proposal than a baby moose. Other suggested explanations include wait for it, a monkey, a dog, an alien, a mutation of those three.
1: Oh my god.
0: Or simply a hoax.
1: <laughs> I literally do none of these people know what a mammal looks like?
0: Like, of any variety. They sure do. I love when monkeys are able to um, have bright orange eyes and rounded heads that stick out in their watermelon shape.
1: That's quite the description.
0: I also love when dogs do that. (laughs) That's so... Maybe, you know what, maybe it's the Jersey Devil. Oh, it's the Jersey. He just took a trip. He just took a trip. He just he came there, by. He was there for spring break. <laughs>
1: well, you couldn't pay me to go to Massachusetts for a spring break. Even the
0: Jersey Devil's like, mm, I'm good. I don't think you can pay me to go to Massachusetts. <laughs> exactly. I'm just, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll probably go there once. <laughs> okay. Oh my god. So. There's two more explanations. One being another explanation could be that it is an escaped and illegal to own pet gibbon. As in a gibbon monkey. (laughs) Some species of gibbon have orange babies. White-cheeked gibbons have an orange color in females. So some speculate that the creature could be a managishi, a trickster spirit of the Ojibwa tribe of the United States and Canada. They are described as semi-humanoid with very thin arms, legs, and a bulbous head and no nose, who enjoy capsizing canoes and live among the rocks around the water. And they are known for coming out and scaring humans and then going away.
1: (laughs) I love that. Also, I'm trying to look up this.
0: The Dover Demon?
1: No, an orange gibbon. (laughs) 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 And the first thing that comes up is... The origin of the Trump insult, shit-given, revealed.
0: <laughs> That's. I amazing. love that. You should look up the, the Dover Demon really quick.
1: Well, this is the monkey.
0: Aww. It's yeah, so I would, cute. I also wouldn't say that those are green eyes. <laughs> no.
1: And also, what am I looking up? I got distracted.
0: The Dover Demon.
1: Oh, <laughs> this whole
0: podcast. Yes. yes. Because the first image that should pop up is Will Bartlett's original sketch of the creature. I see that. Yep. Wouldn't that be the most terrifying thing to see running at you? Oh, you're actually speechless right now. I'm actually speechless. I can't. Yeah, it's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen.
1: Why does its hands look like little chicken tenders?
0: (laughs) (laughs) What do you mean?
1: (laughs) Look at those. Those are little chicken tender little fingers.
0: Those are chicken fingers. If (laughs) any.
1: Oh, oh, yeah. See, I'm a vegetarian. I don't know.
0: I was like, chicken tenders are thick with three C's.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember these things. Also, does it not kind of look like a nut sack? I'm just...
0: No, it totally... I Dude, it totally looks like a nut sack. I
1: love it. I like this guy. I'd hang out with him.
0: He's a goofy little guy.
1: In what fucking universe would anybody think that this was a moose? A <laughs> poor dude. infant baby moose.
0: I seriously don't understand how people were like, it's a moose. Like, What?
1: Like, what do you mean? This is the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life.
0: That seriously looks like Roger from American Dad.
1: It absolutely does. This is my conclusion. That's what it was.
0: Roger from American Dad?
1: Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) He could time travel.
0: You're right. You're totally right.
1: Okay. Maybe that's where they got their inspiration
0: for his design. Well, I mean, that's here's the other thing. Is like, the '70s were also like dirt, like the height of alien abduction theories, and like, were totally like that's where the UFO panic started coming in, and so I, it's probably like for me that's such a clear description of like what people think aliens look like, right? Totally. So for me, it's just like it's so I think. For me, like, any explanation would be, like, an alien. Or, like, an an extraterrestrial.
1: Maybe it was just a sad little beaver.
0: Beavers are not peach-colored.
1: There's a picture of a beaver under the Dover Demon. That's why I said it. (laughs) Somebody dead-ass posted a beaver.
0: They were like, this is it. (laughs) (laughs) This is it. This is the one... They were like, red alert, here's a spicy take. (laughs) Also, this comes up. Oh, that's awful.
1: Yeah, anyway, don't Google this, kids.
0: Yeah. But, here's my question for you, Caitlin. (laughs) Dover Demon, real or not?
1: I, no. I mean, yes, but it wasn't a demon. It was
0: like no, obviously not.
1: A hairless cat that got out, they were like, uh-oh. <laughs> uh-oh. It's
0: that's actually a- such a good explanation.
1: I do. Uh, since the beginning, I was like, it's it's a hairless cat. <laughs> like, and you know some weird motherfucker probably has like six or seven in their house in Massachusetts. Like, that's their M.O. And this kid, <laughs> their, their hairless spindly
0: little kid got out and everybody lost their shit.
1: Because it's Massachusetts in the 70s.
0: Well, in the in the words of famous comedian Chris Fleming, Massachusetts is the state where you can be hanged for wearing orange.
1: <laughs> See? There you go. I'm saying it's a hairless cat. I wish it was an orphaned moose. I wish I was there to give the moose my love. It wasn't a demon. All these people are high.
0: Yes, I... I like to think that it's... I'm going to take the side of it was an alien that visited. I
1: hate it. I hate thinking about aliens, because I
0: know that they're...
1: I know that they're real.
0: But why do you have to hate that? I love that.
1: Because I watched The Fourth Kind over... And over and over and over. And it still haunts me to this day. Fair enough. Oh. I mean, don't get and, me wrong. love the idea of aliens. But it stresses me out.
0: That's fair. <laughs> See, Ellie doesn't like it either. See, okay. When I was... I think I had to be like... I had to be like 12 or 13. Um, My dad, my stepbrother, and my brother and I went to the MOPOP, Museum of Pop Culture. Mm -hmm. And we, like, there was an alien exhibit all about, like, alien movies and sci-fi movies. And there was, like, a little display that had, I think it was, like, four billion uh, yellow, like, tiny, tiny, tiny balls. And there was one black one. And they were like, that's our chances of ever finding alien life. And I shook it twice, and the black one popped out on top. (laughs) I was like, try me, bitch. (laughs) I was like, she's going to discover other life. And then marry one of them. Uh, No, you're marrying Bigfoot. I can't marry two women. Well, did you ask Bigfoot? Bigfoot's always down
1: that's why I'm um, married. Yeah, fair enough that's real. <laughs> I one of my earliest memories in life <clears throat> is um, before my parents got divorced which was when I was four years old three or four years old so this is a fairly very early memory but my um my older cousins were over at our house visiting and um uh, one of my older cousins thought it'd be really funny to lock me out of the house and say the aliens are coming they're right up there they're right up there because oh no and told like and it was an airplane going over and told me that the, it was the aliens going to land and they were going to come and abduct me <clears throat> so that's one of my earliest memories in childhood oh. um and <laughs> no wonder i'm a depressed piece of shit
0: and no the wonder you're afraid of aliens
1: I also could not watch E.T. and I still cannot as an adult. I can't watch it.
0: Does it's, it scare you? It scares me. Really?
1: Yeah and I can't like if I'm home alone and all of the lights are off or like there's just like a light coming from my kitchen I cannot look at like a corner because you know in that movie where like the alien E.T. puts like the little racist pieces around the corner or whatever Yeah. Can't do it. Ugh. Oh. It like literally psychologically fucked me
0: up. Oh, that's awful. I'm sorry.
1: Yep. So it's fine. Oh. Was
0: okay. it the fourth? Was it the fourth kind where? There was one alien movie that scared me, and it was the one where they're in the house and the aliens like come down into the house and they're like they've got like tails and they're like.
1: No, the fourth kind is the movie um, of the psychologist, um, in Nome, Alaska, and okay. they, sh- they show actual actual real clips of her recordings um, when she was a psych uh, a psychologist, like in her town, because they were like, I see a white owl. And it looks back at me. And then for some reason that triggers something in them. And they like have these episodes. And it's like real actual footage that happened. In Alaska. I can't talk about it because I'm going to die.
0: Okay. That's fucking terrifying and I've never seen it.
1: Watch it. It's horrifying. And I've watched it so many times. Because I love torturing myself.
0: That's fair. So I found out what the movie was that I was talking about. Which is Signs. Oh
1: I've heard of that movie. I won't watch it. Okay, so
0: again, fun fact about me: my dad fucked me up from a young, like from a very early age by okay. showing me incredibly age-inappropriate movies. So I, re- like, I remember. I think I was like, <clears throat> I think I was six or seven because this was like right when my parents got divorced. <laughs> what up, divorced kids club?
1: Hey, <laughs> you and me, what? but like.
0: They they had, like, just gotten divorced, and my dad had just gotten remarried. Um, Very short time in between the two of those things. We were, he showed me fucking Silence of the Lambs
1: Mm.
0: when I was six or seven. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I was, like, I I don't think I'd left my mom's room for, like, a month and a half. Like, I just, like, wouldn't do it. Um, And then shortly after that, we watched Signs. And I was like, "Oh, this is what it feels like to shit your pants as a seven-year-old. <laughs> this cool.
1: is
0: what here
1: feels like."
0: Or wait, let me see what year it came out. Because
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I had the same. Oh thing yeah, I so did, I had but... to. So I had to be like seven or eight because it was two thousand two. Yeah, I watched
1: horror movies from the time I was like five on yeah. but there's something different about like cause my favorite movie series, like one of them as you know is the child's play series. Chucky, loving yeah. my life, I have a Chucky doll, I have a Tiffany doll. I have the shirt. It's my I get it, you know? Those are some of my favorite movies, like Japanese horror movies also with my dad. Um Ooh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Excuse me, and, I just hiccuped really hard.
1: <laughs> and like the gorier the better, like I get that. But anytime it comes to aliens, I just like my brain my little baby brain was like, uh-uh, we don't fucks with that. <laughs> I 110% believe in aliens. I don't want them to ever talk to me, but, like, I'll respect them from afar.
0: Yeah. <sighs> That's
1: fair enough. The heebie-jeebies.
0: No, because, also, did you hear that they're making a a
1: Chucky movie? Yeah, and I'm not going to watch it because the last one's bullshit as well. We could get on that.
0: That's for another podcast. Okay, I'm just excited because Mark Hamill's in it and I love him.
1: It's been Brad Dourif, or Dourif, since <laughs> day one. You can't just switch it up and be like, this is fine. Fuck you. That's not how this works. <laughs> I love you.
0: I and love also, so much.
1: <laughs> Jennifer Tilly's kind of like, I mean, I guess I'll be in it. Like, he <laughs> can't. But bar- she's a queen. Like, good for her. Literally, am getting a Jennifer Tilly tattoo. Like this is this is in the works. You, like yes, yeah, yeah. Love and, that. I yeah, can't. I won't watch it. The last one was a fucking disgrace. Which one was that one? The um, the one with the person that's in the wheelchair and
0: fucking. I don't remember. I don't know why I asked you that. I've never seen Chucky. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> it goes
1: yeah so the one where they just should have ended was seed of chucky because it's a fucking masterpiece it's phenomenal chucky (laughs) takes hollywood incredible (laughs) like i said a fucking masterpiece (laughs) and then they like totally switched it up with like this new family even though it like didn't make sense and i just it was bad it was horribly done Um, writers of Chucky you can come at me because it was awful and then they're like you know what's really gonna be super great if we just like breach load all these people and give them a worse one to follow up (laughs) we're gonna switch it all up I'm like fuck y'all I get it but fuck y'all I love that can't do it I refuse to watch it I will literally vomit all over the place
0: totally
1: fair I have feelings (laughs)
0: Don't we all? You <laughs> cannot put this in the podcast. I am absolutely putting this in the podcast. Fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I have so many feelings. I love this, Caitlin. It's going in the podcast.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, seed of Chucky just... I love that this... you're like, you're like,
0: don't put this in the podcast, keeps going. like.
1: <laughs> Dude, it's so good. Like, Jennifer Tilly, like, plays herself and also plays Tiffany Valentine who plays Tiffany Valentine inside of a doll's body but it's actually her and she's like Jennifer Tilly even though it's about her it's so good <laughs> I live for it her boobs fall out like eight different times it's a masterpiece and then she plays Jennifer Tilly Getting taken over by Tiffany Valentine, who's Jennifer Tilly in real life. Like, so good. <laughs> so good. That's incredible. Oh.
0: We should watch Chucky together. We <laughs> please. Okay, so that's all I have on the Dover Demon. And we've clearly decided whether or not we believe in it. <laughs> so now we shall move on into the segment that I like to call Emma's Spooky Corner. <laughs> I like that. Where I tell a ghost story from my childhood. Um, So, I have a couple. um, And depending on how short they are, I might tell one or two. um, Because some of them are shorter than the rest. But, um, so... Hmm. Shall I start young or older? Start from the beginning. Okay, so the beginning was a fucking wild ride. <laughs> so when I was about so actually I think I was around six when this started happening. So when I so my parents bought a house um when I was three and it was built and we moved into it when I was three and a half, four years old. Um it was a new house new land so there was pretty much no residual haunting that could have been happening there um because it was it was a new house and at around six when I so when my parents got divorced I started talking to somebody in the house and my mom um talked to like a therapist and her friends and was like what is this normal like and you know the ther- the child therapist was like it's totally normal for little kids when something traumatic happens to create an imaginary friend that can help get them through the trauma that they're dealing with right now so when I was around six um my, my dad was definitely taking a more backseat in my life because he was the one who left the house. And so I would have to go see him at his apartment. And so like, cause he had one of those like sad dad divorced apartments for like a little while. Um, and then, and it was like, I think I only was there a couple times because then he married my stepmom and we moved into her house. Um, but, and there's actually a story about that house that I'll tell. Cause that one's really short, but So when I was six, you know, talking to this imaginary friend and my mom is like, it's totally normal. And he, the therapist encouraged my mom to ask me about the imaginary friend to see like what support I was needing. Because he was like, imaginary friends are generally really good indicators of what that child needs and like what that child is looking for. And so she asked me about him and I told him, I told her his name was Peter and she asked me, you know, why Peter? And I said, because he has red hair, like Peter Pan. And then she was asked, she asked, is Peter a little boy like you? And um, I said, no, (laughs) I said, he's a dad. And so of course my mom gets like really upset because like, that's really hard to hear your six-year-old say that. But then um, she got really scared because I said, he didn't get to be a dad, so he's my dad now. And she said, what do you mean? And I said, he got really sick, and he he left before he could be a dad. And she was like, what do you mean? And I was like, he's gone. He's not here. And she, like, was freaking out a little bit and you know like she's trying she's telling herself that this is like normal for, because like little kids say weird shit like all the time so like it was super she was like this is normal it's fine but then um, we were playing at one point and I can't remember if this was my mom or my grandma it was a female figure in my life who was playing with me and the lights turned off in the room that we were in and they thought it was a power outage because like it, you know, it's windy where we live and we generally have, we do experience a lot of power outages in the fall and winter. And she was like, oh, the power must have gone out. And I, she, whoever it was said that I turned, cause I can't, it's been a long time since somebody like clarified the story with me. But so they said that I turned to where the light switch was. And I said, Peter, that's not funny. And the light turned back on. And I was six years old. <laughs> and um, so there so that house is haunted. Um, we no longer live there. Um, it's we recently moved out. Um, but he pretty much haunted that house until we left. because um, there would be moments where I my friends would feel their hair being stroked or like I had a friend who really freaked out because like she felt somebody put their hand on her shoulder but the thing about Peter was that it was never malicious it was always like really comforting in a weird way and I don't know if that's just me like I don't know if that was just for me because all my friends freaked out about it but I was like he's fine (laughs) because like I would be in my room doing homework and or, or I'd be in my room crying because like I was going through a lot you know with parents divorce and like unfortunately I was a victim of sexual assault as well from a very early age and so there was always this like very comforting feeling like I would be laying on my bed. This was, this actually did scare me though. I was laying on my bed and I thought my cat had jumped up cause it felt like something landed next to me. And I looked up and there was nothing. <laughs> so I jumped really hard and the pressure was gone. Like it was totally gone, but you know, like it was just, it was just Peter and he was there for a long time. Um, it was not like the spirit in my dad's house so when we moved into my stepmom's house and this will be the last part of the story because this one's really short but this one's like buckle in guys because it's fucked (laughs) so when we lived at that house there was always a really awful energy at night Um, and I would refuse to leave my room when the sun went down I wouldn't leave my room and um, nobody could get me to tell them why and i was too i'm i was too young the memory is really faded but i would i remember saying the lady is angry and i would tell my dad that the lady was angry and my dad believes in ghosts my dad who is like a paragon of logic <laughs> um and is like very he doesn't believe in like astrology or tarot or anything like that but like he's had his own really bad ghost experiences. So he's like, I believe it cause I've seen it. And, um, that's, I, I can't remember. There was like times where the bathroom got really cold. Um, I never liked being in the garage alone. I hated being in the garage alone. Um, so I'd always drag either like my stepbrother, or my stepsister or my brother out there because I was like, I'm not in here alone. I don't, I won't do it. Um, so we moved out of that house and a, a wife and a husband bought the house. And six months after they had bought it, the husband hung himself in the garage. Um, and then a new couple bought it, and the husband hung himself in the garage. It was two husbands who hung themselves in the garage around a year to six months after they bought the house.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah, and my dad was like, thank God we got out of there. Because my dad also felt it. And my dad would be like, don't worry, I validate you. <laughs> and my dad my dad and I, because to get to our new house, we had to drive past that house. And my dad and I would always get super silent and just, like, not look at the house when we were driving by it. Oh,
1: my God. I'm just over here, like. Peter,
0: like, are you okay, buddy? Like, <laughs> he was really sweet. I really, he was a sweet ghost. Do
1: you think he misses you guys?
0: Well, I don't know, because he followed me to college, so he might be in my new house. I don't know. I hope so. Because, like, there was always, because, like, people say that certain ghosts follow, and I think he does, because, like, there were certain times, like, my first apartment. Do you remember me telling you about my first townhouse that got haunted because of the thing that my dumbass roommate brought home
1: yes I do mm-hmm.
0: yeah so my dumb roommate brought home something from a lady's estate sale when she died and it was super haunted and me and both both of my roommates um, had separate terrifying experiences um, and I remember being really afraid and like, really creeped out, and I went back to my mom's house and immediately, like, felt Peter there and was so comforted by that, which is, like, weird, because, like, people usually don't feel super comfortable around ghosts that they don't know. Like, usually they're like, Grandpa was there and that made me feel good, and I'm like, this random man that decided to, whose spirit decided to haunt me since I was six years old.
1: I mean, but to be fair, like, you are missing that element, you know, in a way, right?
0: Yeah, and I mean, it certainly, it certainly seems like a protective spirit, for sure. And how fortunate are you, you know? Well, it could have gone. It has gone worse in a lot of my places that I've lived in. Right, right.
1: But at least you had one constant to fall back on.
0: Yeah. Well, because people freak out because I, I tell them every single house I've lived in has been haunted. Yeah. The only place that was not haunted was my place with Claire. Yeah. And it's because Claire, like... Is a bog witch. Yeah, she's she's a bog witch and so no ghost wants to fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. That's that's, bananas. That's Emma's spooky corner for right now. (laughs) It's
1: crazy. I don't know about that, man.
0: Do you have any other questions about my ghost experiences?
1: I don't think so. I'm just, like, stuck on this whole Peter thing, man.
0: A lot of people get stuck on him because they are, like, so many people when they hear, you know, ghost stories it's always creepy, it's always scary and it's always done very fast.
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: And so it's it's interesting to hear somebody with a positive ghost story. Yeah. But like I you know, like I count myself very lucky in that regard because like you know like my aunt's house in Seattle is haunted by like something really fucking evil. And like I've told her since I was little I won't spend the night there. Like I won't because of what I've seen and what I've experienced. Um, I've had things thrown at me in that house. I've had things push me in that house, and I don't like that. And there's definitely some sort of residual haunting that ended in a domestic abuse murder, because you can hear it. Um, and my my other aunt, house sat for that aunt when they were on their honeymoon, and she got a text in the middle of her honeymoon that said, what the fuck is wrong with your house? Like because everybody's experienced something in that house it's fucking evil like so I count myself very lucky being able to have a house that was haunted by something that was really benevolent
1: (laughs) yeah that's crazy I yeah I've had experiences um and I felt very lucky because they've never been like super negative the only one that was kind of sketch was when i uh i was visiting (laughs) sorry my cat um going insane it's fine yeah um i was in texas uh visiting someone who's basically like my brother i'm an only child but um i'm very close to this person um because we're only nine months apart and we're cousins right and so again basically like my brother and so uh, my mother and I were there visiting that part of our family. <laughs> Hold on for one second. Stop! <laughs> <laughs> she just told you to fuck up. <laughs> I know. Um, God, we were there and I can't super remember. Like... <laughs> Dude! <laughs>
0: <laughs> she did it so loud just then.
1: She's being so bad. Naughty! <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: have I ever told you that I love the way you yell naughty?
1: Because she's a bad girl. Sometimes. Um, anyway, yeah, no, we were we were there, and I hope I'm remembering this correctly. But they had, the way that their house was set up was that it was, like, the bottom story, and then the top story was, like, a giant... Or, like, the second story was, like, a giant loft. But oh. it was, like, hugely open with, like, a railing. And then there were um, ah. bedrooms attached to it. So it was, like, this huge oh, open... Oh, that's how my house was laid out. Yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. And they had this couch up there. <laughs> um, that was just, was, like, part of, like, their second living room thing or whatever. And um, in the middle of the night, the couch just got pushed over the side of the railing by something and smashed and the entire bottom of the place. And not only that, though, but it was the same night where the biggest thunder and lightning storm I've ever experienced in my life, also because it's, you know, the self, happened. So um, imagine me, like a little, like, you know, I think I was like eight or nine, who's
0: terrified. Oh, no.
1: Horrifically terrified of thunder and lightning. You know, you witnessed this in Italy. Yes, I did. Like, we'll hide under tables and shit, type of scared. Yeah. Um, that, and then, uh, like, and mind you, this couch was not next to the railing. It was pushed against, a, like, a really, like, far end corner and, like, by the wall. So it literally <laughs> got shoved over the edge. It got yeeted by a ghost. It got hella yeeted. And I remember that, and that was wild. And I remember... And my aunt was like, uh-oh. Like, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not here for this. No. do not But, yeah, and, you know, I've I've seen things from people and people close to me and yeah. a really good friend of mine had a, a same kind of situation with you, but since she was little. But this one was like, sometimes nice, sometimes not very nice. It would kind of go back and forth. Yeah. And she, actually has a picture of her she was like taking a selfie in like her mom's bedroom like in the mirror or whatever and you can actually see and it this is at nighttime in um the back there's uh, an all blacked out window cuz it was nighttime and you just see a, a face hovering and that's on oh. the second story no Yeah, she showed me that. She was like, check this out, because people don't believe me. And I was like, ugh.
0: Dude, I would have shit my pants.
1: And she she was just like, yeah, this is just like, you know, she has a name for it and everything. And I'm not going to say it, because I'm not not trying to do that shit. But, you know, know, when I would be hanging out with her, like, in her bedroom and things like that. Like, weird little things would happen. Like, you'd hear a clock ticking. She had no clocks in her room like that. I hate that. And then there were, like, things like the lights and other stuff like that. And this one actually followed me to my house. And I had to tell her, I was like, come get your fucking spirit dude back, because I'm not doing this. Yeah. Like, the it was nuts. But I, I, I 100% validate that, like, I believe in spirits. I believe yeah. in
0: ghosts. I also think we should stop talking about this. Because talking about it brings the things around, and I'm not here for that right now.
1: (laughs) Hey, that's totally fair. That's fine and dandy.
0: Yes. And we're also coming up on finishing up the podcast.
1: Yeah. Sorry, guys, that it was more personal this time. But we haven't been here for, like, a month and and a half or whatever. No,
0: well, and generally, like, and I don't know if this is presumptuous, but, like, people seem to like the episodes where we get a little bit more personal... Or we have, like, more personal stories shared. Those are the ones that tend to get more listens, so, And if know. anybody
1: wants to give any feedback, like we've said, it would be super stellar. Hit us I, up, let us know.
0: And listen, if your feedback is post more consistently, fuck off.
1: So <laughs> and, like, listen, we get it. We're definitely going to be making Try. an effort for that. Yes. But please remember, we are people that have lives, that have to also make money to support ourselves have to do the whole adult thing
0: yeah and we're both mentally ill
1: (laughs) there's some shit going down you know
0: so like give us give us a break (laughs) a breather
1: here and there but I would really yeah I would love to hear what people think even if it's like I don't know if it's not the most positive yeah whatever
0: give it to us give it to me baby do your thing uh huh uh huh uh huh (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. But for now, this has been Mythologically Speaking. Thanks for kicking it, yo. Thanks for tuning in, y'all.
1: We'll
0: see you Um, next time. Yeah, see you next time. Uh, Um Bye.